It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. I am Grace Helbig. Yay! It's always a good episode when you start by cheering for yourself. This week's episode, like the rest, is a very exciting episode. We have my great, dear, wonderful, redheaded friend, Mamrie Hart, joining us. She's been on the podcast before, so we repeated an episode with her, and we did something a little different. We took your Facebook questions relating to love and relationships and Tinder and the friend zone, and we learned maybe more than... um, then we, well, we learned that we're old. I think that's the real takeaway is that we're very old. But we also, I think, gave some decent advice to you guys. So listen, let me know if you like it. Don't forget to go over on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast because you can do that there and leave us a review. Also, let me know if you like these episodes with return guests that are a little bit more pared down than the normal episodes of Not Too Deep because I really like them a lot and I'd love to know that you feel the same way. So subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review or comment or all that jazz uh, and listen to this episode and hopefully you learn something about love. And about putting your dick in a bag of popcorn. Enjoy! Yes! This is another episode of Not Too Deep with return guest Mamrie Hart. I'm so excited to have you here to peak all of our audio levels. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, trust me, this, now the podcast has peaked, but not in the way one might think. (laughs) Thank God. Um, We, now I've been starting to bring back some guests and the conversations have become way more casual. Not so many like, what body part would you make into a hot dog kind of thing? Because obviously it'd be my knees. Knees, right? Hey, who needs knees? Because your knees need some help. <laughs> they are bad. They're real bad. Um, they could be replaced with hot dogs and my body would probably do better. <laughs> yeah, vegan with hot dog knees. Uh, that sounds like a country western yeah, song. Yeah, totally. totally. <laughs> she was a vegan with hot dog knees. <laughs> I put some relish on them knees and I called her, please. And one sip of a Bloody Mary and my mind is gone. Straight uh, to the gutter. <laughs> but I was thinking about... Some of the funnest videos that we've done have been love advice videos in the mm. past. There's one gif that I see floating around Tumblr constantly where it's like, how do you know if a girl is gay? And it's you pointing and then doing whatever this lick face thing the v is. Thing. The V thing around your mouth and then shrugging your shoulders as if to question. I feel that was back in the day. Yeah, that was when I was still on Daily Grace. That was like three years ago or so. We were... That's when we didn't live in L.A. yet. Yeah. And we were visiting. We were at your cousin's my place. My cousin's place. Yeah. Like sleeping in her living room. It was a no long, it was the end of a long night. Mm-hmm. And I needed to make a video because I was making five videos a week. And I was like, Mamie, would you just do some relationship advice with me? And like we're drinking and we're cheersing. But like we were pretty drunk in yeah. that video. Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. But it was a great video. Mm-hmm. So I thought that we would kind of return that concept and uh, answer some 
questions about love that I asked uh, on Facebook. Bring it. Sound great. Speaking of love, there's a Bean's heart directly next to a Mamrie heart right now. Yeah, if you guys hear my heartbeat start to race (laughs) into the mic, it's because I have the love of my life tucked in at my hip, looking cute as shit. So cute. If you hear like a tongue lapping, that is not Mamrie. It's it's the Beans. Mamrie's what? Mamrie's what? Oh. I thought you were going to make a body part joke. Oh, no. <laughs> Not there yet. <laughs> More Bloody Mary first. Um, so let's get into some relationship advice cool. questions. Alyssa Taylor Brandt wants to know how to talk to the guy you like without getting nervous. Mm. Hmm. See, people always do the whole, like, imagine people naked to not be no, nervous. No, that makes me... I think that's a terrible that advice. That makes me so much more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It makes me so much more... I feel like now I have a secret about this person that I can't say to them exactly. when I'm talking to Exactly. I think maybe even more so the opposite mm. of rather than picture them naked, picture them like... Remember on Friends when Joey Tribbiani put all his clothes yes. on at once? Put on all of Chandler's clothes. Chandler's clothes at yeah. once and how silly he looked? I think that's a better way to not be nervous <laughs> is the opposite because of imagining them naked. Yeah, that's... It's just ridiculous and not scandalous. So it mm-hmm. diffuses like the anxiety of like this person is perfect. Mm-hmm. How do I talk to a perfect person? Yeah, think about them. <laughs> just that was such a all. good episode. Every episode of that show is great. I know. I don't think of myself as someone who, you know, is like a fanatic it, about I'm it. I'm sorry, but that's such like a white yeah. girl thing. <laughs> of like, oh, I just love friends and like it's so love, basic. It's right. such a basic. I love my Starbies and I love friends. Exactly. Yeah. But damn, if I don't reference friends a lot. I don't. Well, it's so referenceable and it's one of those shows I always say you can I always say cause now I talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard I've heard this is your saying. <laughs> it's that you can <laughs> I have t-shirts on represent.com with the saying, get ready, that uh, you can watch any episode and laugh in the first couple minutes because you Ooh. don't need the context of knowing the episode before or after. That is very true. Yeah, I think it's one of those that's just really, it's just all the characters are funny. Mm-hmm. And so you laugh in the first like two minutes. They're very specific. Um, but I think that's a great way to talk to a guy without getting nervous. Mm-hmm. I also think like embrace being nervous because... The other person is probably nervous, hopefully. Mm. If it's meant to be, they might be a little nervous about you talking to them. Well, I think it depends on your, like, how you show right. nerves. Because if it's, like, an adorable little, your eyes jut around and can't look them in the eye. And right. then it's, like, coy and cute. Right. But if it's, like, constant stream of farts. <laughs> <laughs> Then that, yeah, then maybe conceal that and like fake it till you make it. Yeah, if it's a flirty nerves, cool. If it's turdy nerves, (laughs) get some charcoal underwear. I don't think you've tried them because you would have told me. No, I haven't tried them, but I'm endlessly fascinated by whether they work or not. Also, what if we just put some straight up charcoal? charcoal Yeah, or just like a charcoal briquette you would cook out with. Like at the, at the butthole part of your <laughs> underwear. <laughs> For those of you that don't have access to a Sky Mall yeah. to get the charcoal underwear, here's a oh, here's a life hack. Put yeah. a charcoal briquette in your... Because <laughs> how do you wash the charcoal underwear? Is it, is it a one and done deal? Are they forever clean because they filter? Are you really going to put on underwear that nope, you like... never. Crazy farted through like 10 times? <laughs> like those are dead to you. <laughs> Uh, but I wonder if they actually work. It's just my... I think we need to buy them. I feel like that's a YouTube video. How we do it. Would you smell a fart <laughs> through the charcoal <laughs> underwear if I farted? 
For science? Probably. Okay. Maybe. You know what? You've never shown how true of a friend you are till now. Yeah. Uh, Well, you've heard it here first on this episode of Not Too Deep. It's getting very deep too quickly. (laughs) Uh, Abraham Hernandez says, I was traumatized by a bad kissing experience. Now when I want to kiss someone, I'm afraid she'll be a bad kisser. What should I do? Oh. I mean, I... My first college boyfriend, uh, the first time we ever made out, I was like, this feels weird and gross, but I'm just going with it because I like this person. He would like suck my face so hard that the next morning I woke up with bruises around my mouth. It was so, and I didn't even know, like people know now because of the Kylie Jenner lip challenge that you can bruise. He did that on your face. He was very ahead of the time. He wanted you to have bigger lips. (laughs) So he just gave you the Kylie Jenner. That's terrifying. But also like, how do you correct someone Uh, without without being a, terrible person and like giving them a complex forever right exactly i mean i wasn't going to somehow i don't remember we dated for like a year and i remember it oh like, your poor face i know well no because it got better and i don't i never said anything i feel like it was a moment where he hadn't kissed anyone in a really long time so the first time it. it was just like ah but he was also the blood sugar real low yeah, we Just, were also on the track team, so he was, you know, high testosterone, mm, sports, yeah. lots of steroids, probably, mm. for track. I don't think <laughs> I've ever dated anyone who is a bad kisser. You know what? The worst kissing experience I've had wasn't even a romantic one. Mm. It was at an audition. <gasps> is this the one, like, a couple years ago where you had Like to- a year ago. Oh, yes. my God. I was God. auditioning. I remember it was for a commercial, and the whole idea was, like, at the very end, we were supposed to start making out with my husband. After you watch a movie? No, it was like he got me um, oh, like tickets just... to my favorite band or something oh, okay. like that. And so then we're supposed to make out. But mm-hmm. it's an audition. <gasps> it's not even a callback. And this... <laughs> I'll remember it clear as day. This small Asian man with a real... With like a Fu Manchu... <laughs> Came at me so hard, like he was two feet away and the tongue was out, like a heat-seeking missile. Tongue? No, I literally like I remember throwing him off of me and getting on top of him so I could get him away from me. So you could control the scenario. It was so bad. And then hold on, but then I remember I went back into the um, waiting room, traumatized, Mm -hmm. and then I saw our friend Matt, Mm -hmm. Javi, and. He was like, oh my gosh, the girl just went so hard on on me in the makeout <laughs> that she picked me up. Those two people booked it. Are you serious? The two crazy kissers oh booked it. Oh my god. I mean, That's- I left and bought Listerine. <laughs> But also, my thought is being that casting director, having to watch two people make out all day so awkwardly. Oh, they really did get the shit end of the stick. Which would be just so, I would hate that. I (gasps) would hate that. What if you, okay, you know who has the worst job that has to watch Awkward Kissing? Who? The producers of that show, that one that's like Mary virgins getting married or something like that oh my god yes their first kiss at their wedding which looks like a bird feeding a baby bird (laughs) it's so gnarly that is so intense i know it always makes the trailer it always makes everything where it's just two people who don't know which side to turn their head Mm -hmm. going back and forth on which side to turn their head but also so excited and so like hormonally like enraging (laughs) i say okay here's my advice it would be don't let it stop you no from kissing people because if they're a bad kisser, you A, 
probably aren't going to just like them just right. chemistry wise or just correct them. And if they hate you, then fuck it. Yeah. And then there, you don't want to. Really and there there are probably ways to correct them that puts the blame on yourself rather than on mm. them. That makes it like. Give know, me an example, Grace. If you were like, I'm sorry, I just have like really sensitive like teeth or something. <laughs> oh my God. So can you not do that with your tongue? Could be. Okay, no, let's pretend that you were back in college and you were with the guy or high school, whenever that boyfriend college, was. Yeah. And he sucked your face. Yeah. Let's pretend it's round two. Like, how would you correct him without hurting his feelings? I think I would probably come from a comedy standpoint. I think I'd okay. have to be like, look, I have bruises around my, like, laughing at okay. how ridiculous it mm-hmm. is. Like, I have bruises around my mouth, which I didn't know could happen. So I think we need to, like, cool it down a second. Yeah. That'll work. I feel like as long as you approach it where it's like you're not embarrassed by the situation, Mm-mm. you instead make it make light of it could be a way to kind of talk about it without making the other person like imagine how you would want someone to tell you. I can't imagine. Like, been- I'm a great kisser. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, imagine kissing your whole life and then one person in the middle of kissing just stops and is like, but see, that's the thing. you use too much. But I think that people that are bad kissers Probably haven't kissed a lot of people. Oh, that's true. I'm in the clear. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like, I'm an ace in the hole. What? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think don't let it uh, stop you from, you know, living out your kissing dreams Uh in the future. But find like a a mutual way to have a conversation where it doesn't become this like heavy, serious topic or really embarrassing scenario. And I'm sorry you had a traumatizing kissing experience, which makes it sound like she was accidentally left a razor blade in her mouth or something <laughs> like how bad was it i know was her tongue ring like just uh, totally infected <laughs> sorry i went there it's okay i mean whatever you had, you had we don't to. have the visual element of this podcast you i gotta paint a picture to. exactly um okay jerwin gabriel santiago which is a great good for saying. you <laughs> get it uh what are good first date conversation topics oh i think yeah i mean I think good first date conversation topics are obviously things where you get to know the other person, but Mm -hmm. aren't just direct questions of like, how many brothers do you have? Like, I think there are ways to have conversations about things without just doing like that. I love that Grace says, how many brothers do you have? The girl who just has brothers. Just brothers. So <laughs> I just totally imagine tell your any situation. advice is just, I imagine me dating me. How many throw <laughs> pillows do you have? How aggressive is your dog? How tall is your giraffe on your wall? <laughs> how many paper mache animals do you have? Uh, yeah, I think just... Topics. You don't want it to feel like an interview. Exactly. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So like only present questions that you yourself could answer right. and elaborate on. Yeah. Ways and uh, what would those be? I guess it could be like, you know, if you have tickets to a concert coming up. Right. It could be like, oh, I'm going to see blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Have you have you gone to any shows this summer? And then yeah. you can at least and then you can get into, you know, the topic of music. And yeah, I think it's. Sticking to like if you just think super broad on the first date or you think about mm-hmm. like school, um, you know, hobbies, like movies, uh, yeah, TV. things like things like what's the last show you binge watched? Because if yeah. you guys end up together, you're gonna be on the couch for twelve hours watching yeah. some stuff. And if your TV tastes don't somewhat yeah. overlap, it's a no. Yeah. Big time. If he's like just baseball and yeah, I what guess. Sucks? <laughs> what else sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would stay 
away from uh, really controversial conversations like mm. religion and politics, probably. Unless, unless you're two politicians. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're like so staunch mm-hmm. on one of those topics that you're like, I'm not even going to waste my time breaker. if you're a Republican. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah, think about kind of, I guess, what you want from that person or hope to mm-hmm. get answered well. And then ask those sorts of, or start those kind of conversations. I always think any time you can start conversations where you have like a story. Exactly. Is really, because instead of just trying to like, like what, where do you see yourself in like five years and questions like that where mm-hmm. you're like, I don't oh know. God. Can you imagine? I know. But having something where you're like, yeah, I did see this band here before. Or I didn't see this band, but I've been at this venue before. And here's what happened to me last time I was here. I mm-hmm. think are really fun ways to have conversation yeah have those back pocket stories but ask about them first yeah so that it doesn't just look like you're just doing a one-woman show oh my god that's the worst is when you're on a date with someone that only talks about themselves and you just nod and the whole time <laughs> then he's i'd start to when i have conversations with people that only talk about themselves i start to silently build resentment of how can this person be so unaware that they mm-hmm. haven't asked me a single thing about myself. I'm very willing to talk about myself, but I'm not always the first one to present the information. But, they, I mean, on that same tip, like, you know, don't just wait to be asked things mm-hmm. either. Because don't interview them, but right. also don't go in like it's an interview. Yeah, that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. That's a really great tip. I'm full of them. Hey. Um, and also leave great tips. And leave great tips. That's, That's the also, sexiest thing. Yeah, truly. Mm-hmm. But also don't be like a showboater about it. No. Don't pull out like eight $2 bills oh and be God. like, I've had these since <laughs> I was five. Someone's gone to the flea market. Oh, check out this crisp 20 origami into a crane. God. Have you ever had a guy do something like so absurd showboat? like that? Yeah. But like something where you're like embarrassed by the way they showboat? Man, I'm trying to think. I know. I think if I have, I've probably repressed it out of my brain from embarrassment. Yeah. I can't think of a way, one in a hospitality sense. I've had a guy like play a song, like my, the guy, the second college boyfriend I had, uh, the first time we like hung out it was his birthday party on campus and I went to his birthday party because I knew like a friend of a friend or something Mm -hmm. and then we ended up like talking the whole night little did I know uh, in hindsight that he had just done a whip it like right before I got into the party (laughs) oh my god he was just like so excited and happy and kind of like floaty and whatever for like 10 seconds yeah and then the party got broken up by like campus police and so everyone kind of left and he and I left together because we had been talking to each other for like the last half hour and we went to his dorm room and then he pulled out his guitar and started playing a song and I just started like I was drunk enough that I wasn't being polite anymore I just started laughing like hysterically and I was like I'm so sorry to me this is i can't handle sincerity no and so this is really ridiculous to me now question was it a cover or was it an original i don't even remember it doesn't matter that was a trick question (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah i just remember cringing but then he was like thank god i also think this is really stupid oh man he probably just got some bad advice from his roommate he was like oh yeah panty dropper pull out the acoustic yeah and it was his birthday and he was like really really drunk so he was like this is how certain this girl could you imagine if you were the type of person who started singing with him oh my god but there are people like that (laughs) and no no shame in your game guys i just i can't i can't Mm -hmm. do it it's not in my dna no those are type of people who have like joint facebook pages yeah it's tough uh 
Gracia Akiares Ulo wants to know, what should I do if the guy I like can't handle how quirky I am? Then you shouldn't Kick like that guy. Kick him to the curb. <laughs> I don't think you right? should like that guy. Um, yeah, because you don't want to ever compromise yourself for the sake of a dude. No, and isn't, I mean, I don't know the definition, but quirky essentially is like unique and eccentric. Right. So the quirkiness is like the special part about right. you. Right, that should be the huge part the other person loves Do you most. know how long Zach Braff has been searching <laughs> for various quirky women? Like, there's plenty of people who are into your manic pixie dream girl status. <laughs> I mean, it's very trendy right now to be quirky. Yeah, so you play that accordion. Uh, Abigail. <laughs> I assume that's her quirk. I mean, I, I'd place the bet on it. Mm-hmm. Abigail McCallum wants to know, I can't find a nerdy redhead guy. Help. Well, um, I don't know why we were the place to <laughs> I mean, Let's check our redhead Rolodex and see what I we got. I don't have any cousins. Um, I don't know. Isn't that... How specific, I've never done online dating, so can you get so specific that you say, you like, I, what hair color you want? Oh, I don't know. I also have never done online dating, mm. but I've seen friends, like, look at profiles. Actually, the next question is kind of goes in hand with this. Uh, Miguel Cardoso wants to know the best Tinder bio tips. And I... Tinder bio tips. Yeah. Just sounds like a Lost Polly Shore movie. <laughs> You've heard of Biodome. Now you're of Tinder Bio Tips. Dating the weeds. He might be on Tinder. Who knows? Oh, it's, my gosh. Yeah, there. Um, I don't. I don't know how long a Tinder bio is, but I'm I, thinking it's probably like short and sweet. Short as a tweet, right? So short and tweet. Short and tweet. <laughs> I'm imagining any any online dating bio. I uh-huh. guess. What I would say is be honest uh-huh. and don't – I wouldn't be generic if possible where it's like I love the outdoors and things like that. But you know that that person just said that because it makes them sound more interesting. No, no, no. You have to say like specifically what you – there's a yeah. big difference. It's like I like to go kayaking versus like I like to eat mushrooms in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like get specific of things you like. Also, if you can make someone laugh mm-hmm. in that quick a time, yeah. If you're funny, I mean, if you're a huge romantic and want to say that, like, yeah. I'm not saying everyone who's on there, the goal is to be funny, but right. I mean, I would say for myself, that yeah. would be like, you're not taking yourself too seriously. You're on Tinder, not eHarmony. Yes, and the commercials are very different. Oh, that that old man. <laughs> Tinder doesn't even have commercials, do they? I think like Tinder promotes itself, like the way that we talk about it now in conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's self-promoting. But eHarmony is like, do you want to fall in love? Here, listen to this ninety-year-old <laughs> talk about. No, I mean I love them. I know, but it is like, like it's a lot. It's very serious. Come on now, it's serious business. Um, I have a question, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people will ask me for advice about like what pictures they should use oh, in their dating. Why yeah. don't you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that Tinder could be picks. interesting. I think oh. you really want to choose the thing. I mean, this is where it comes down to like how self-aware are you as a human being? Totally. Because there's so many, I've seen so many pictures of like watching friends scroll through Tinder of like guys with clearly like the hottest girls they can find <gasps> photo. No. Like trying to be like, look, these girls like me kind of thing. Really? Or like, yeah. Um, I also did a whole campaign for truth 
called Left Swipe That mm-hmm. about people that have pictures of them smoking and how uh, it's there are all these studies now that people are like, I don't know what the percentage is, but like 20 or 30 percent less likely to swipe right on those photos. Because Why would they you just, put a picture of yourself smoking? I don't Even if you're a it. smoker. Right. It's Well, it's gross. And I guess there's like still that stigma that people think is out there that this makes me look cool, mm-hmm. but it looks gross. Like it just looks tacky to me. I would say choose a picture where you look cute. It doesn't yeah. have to be a joke picture, but it also it, it shouldn't be your best picture. Right. Like, don't r- throw up a headshot. Yeah. Also, I would try to put a picture up that isn't cropped. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, if you see a yeah. picture with someone and you're like, they're clearly standing beside other people. Right. This is their best pick they could find. I don't know. Like, yeah. just a cute. I also, my brain starts to create stories of who the other person was. Yeah. That an ex-girlfriend? Like, was oh, that like. Uh, is that Leslie? Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to have to deal with Leslie all the time if we did? Is this, do you not, did she take all the photos and that's why this is the only oh, one you have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you cut her out or was it cropped by Photoshop? <laughs> With anger issues. I know. See, people, and we're not alone. I really Mm -hmm. don't think we're alone in these thoughts. I also think try to post a recent photo of you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to end up meeting with that person, the worst case scenario or one of them that I can imagine is that they look nothing like their profile picture because the picture was taken at their, like, heyday in, like, 1989. For sure. Also, don't wear sunglasses. Oh, yeah. I think you're hiding something. And the eyes, they show so much. Mm -hmm. And if you got a pet, stick it in your second pick. Yeah, the second one, yeah. Because sometimes pets are deal breakers. Right, because there's allergies. Yeah, if you got a cat, scat. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tinder's logline. Uh-huh. You know it. No, I think that's good. I think the first photo that you should have is something that's just you or if it's something that you're super super passionate about like let's say you're a rock climber or something and it's you and you love rock climbing and you have a photo I think of yourself. second pick though second I think okay. first pick needs to be like casual and that's where the little description comes in of oh, oh yeah. they're cute and funny right but like this is the normal view I would get of you right if we were to start dating how on tinder uh maybe we can get this jack checked uh, I have a question um can you look through people's photos before you choose to swipe or do you have to swipe right and then you're able to look at the rest of the profile? Well, I'm also not on Tinder, um, but I've, I've seen people. Literally like, yeah. dozens of girls just started weeping. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped their swiping because it's it's futile. Uh, but I've, I've seen, uh, so I was talking to my friend Kathleen, who was right. the one asking me about like, which picture should I put as my second pick? My first sure. And so she was showing me how it works. And you, yeah, you can. You can you go. Can see you can go. It, apparently, it links to your Facebook page. So you can also oh. see if like, oh, you know Doug. Right. Doug's that, a good guy. You, yeah. you, you, yeah. you must be cool. And then you can like go deep in their profile before you decide which way to swipe. Oh, interesting. So you can do like the superficial thing where just like, no, not my type. No, not my type. No, right. not my type. But you could go, oh. Oh, you but, went to Wesleyan but, and, what, you know, Gerard. But what actually <laughs> happens now, apparently, is... I know this happens a lot with guys. Uh-huh. They just swipe right. Right, for everything. Everybody. Yeah. And they're giving themselves, really? the, be- yeah, they're giving themselves the best shot. Yeah, they're giving themselves the best shot. Yeah, because then they wait. They just... Then they're just like, well, I'll just see who messages me. You know what's ironic? That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's not how it was intended to be used. No, yeah. but it's. I think that's new because I remember yeah. being uh, around friends where one of the friends was going through Tinder, saw a guy, but wasn't totally sure. Had another friend go on their Facebook on their phone, look up the guy's name, Whoa. and see more about him before deciding to swipe right or left. Whoa! Yeah, no, I'm surprised it's not like um, <clears throat> like Pandora. 
where you can oh, only like, like you can only sw- skip so many songs. I'm right. surprised on Tinder they're not like, well, you can only feel you, good about right. like three or, people today. I'm pretty or, sure you can you can skip like indefinite as many as, many but, as you want, but, but you can also swipe as many as you want, right? You, that you like. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think you have to choose. Uh, that I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I, I do know this. Someone told me that it, once you swipe, <coughs> what is it? Left is mm-hmm. bad. You can't right? go. Uh, you can't go back. Yeah, you can't. They're You're gone like, forever. They're gone forever. I know. That's that, a that's a level of commitment I'm unwilling to. Because who knows? Maybe that person's really nice. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they get better looking. It's really pretty bonkers. Um, Phew. Dating I'm, apps. I'm glad I'm betrothed to this little doll to my right. <laughs> just human beings. But it is true that I guess your pictures, like, uh, they tell a story. Like, it's a, you literally have to be like, what is my life like in mm-hmm. photos? It was really interesting watching her use the app. Really? Uh, because I was seeing her perspective, and she was getting my perspective about... Mm. Right, right, right. About what, uh, you know, because my attitude was just like, I don't know, you're overthinking it. Just say yes. Who cares? Like... But then it's like, as a just, girl, I guess I think, what if they message me now? I'm in this whole thing where I have to like get out of it if I don't actually like this person. What would you choose as your two picks, Grace? What would I choose as my two picks? Um, oh, God. Uh, I take so many selfies. Uh, True. We I, are good at that. I know. I feel like they'd have to go to my Instagram feed and see as many photos that I can put whatever I want up, but they're going to see the real thing really mm-hmm. easily with a Google search. Um, I think I would pick uh, probably... A photo of myself, but not making just like a generic smiling face. I think mm-hmm. doing something slightly, I guess, you know, either like too excited kind of face. I think you would go stone cold face. Yeah, something like that's my Uber. Like American app. Gothic face. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my Uber and my, uh, whatchamacallit, Postmates profile picture is like a photo like that. And so I they forget. Be- so then they're like, oh, I can't have her food late. I forget that that she's shows stone to people. Cold. Um, yeah, something like that. And then maybe, maybe, yeah, a photo with Goose or something. Yeah. What about you? Beans in a wig. Beans in a wig? <laughs> one and two. One, one and two. And then the second one's just cropped a little closer in yeah. case they missed the first one. <laughs> exactly. Just It just jumps. It just punches in. And you just write soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be like... If right. they can't handle me at my beansists, they don't deserve me at my beansists. <laughs> well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. And when we get back, we're going to answer some more of your questions about love and relationships and Tinder. We'll be right back. We're back! Yay! With some more answers to your burning love question do not want to know about the thing that burns no we are not doctors not <laughs> <laughs> uh nicole balance wants to know how do you recover from being friend zoned oof being friend zoned is almost like being broken up with mm-hmm. in a way yeah but i don't know if you can really i don't know if you recover from it like with that specific no. person i think you just accept it you either accept it or you have to separate yourself yeah, you either separate yourself if you can't get through the feelings. Right. However, I think there's a good study in like, you know, if you should only want to date someone you'd want to be friends with. Yeah. So if you find yourself being friend zoned a lot and then not wanting to actually be friends with them, right. then maybe you're not looking for the right person. Whoa. You Main know town, what I mean? How dare you? Mm-mm-mm. I think that's excellent advice. I feel like when you, yeah, when you get friend zoned, I mean, it depends too on... 
the person that friend zones you because I do believe that there's a type of person that likes knowing that people in their friend circle actually like have them. romantic feelings for oh, them. The, just complete narcissist. Yeah. And so I think you do have to kind of, you know, separate yourself and examine if that's where that's coming from. Like, look at all the other people that this person has mm-hmm. around them. Is there a common thread of like, oh, they're all just waiting in the wings until that person becomes free and you don't want that. Mm-mm. But if it is a scenario, let's say you get friend zone where someone you like just went through a breakup and they're like, I can't, I, we have to be friends. Like, I can't handle another relationship. But I think saying like that, you're you're not getting friend zoned per se because right. you're get, still given hope. Right, you're getting put in like this weird relationship purgatory. Exactly, but yeah. friend zone, it'd be like, you go in for a kiss and they're yeah. like, I don't think of you like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you have to take a step back and Anna, Jack's shaking his head. What? What, what is a what? Oh, I was just saying, if you get friends, zone, you need to move on. Really? Yeah, we'll move on, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. But if... It's, it's if, duds done. But yeah. you can't be friends is what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying you'll never be in a relationship with that person. Right. Ever. But what if then, what if later on they're like, you know, actually... I have feelings for you. See, but I think that if never they, that I, never happens. I think if they, <laughs> I think if they would later have feelings for you, then yeah. they were at least attracted to you right. when they friend zoned you. So I think it'd probably be put to you differently. You know what yeah. I mean? If they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm attracted to you," I just like I can't do this. It, right. it wouldn't be said like I don't think of you like that. Yeah, if it's someone that literally is like you know closing the curtain and being like. And now I'm sorry it's not going to happen like that, but I think you're really great and would love to like just hang out. Then you have to put the romantic feelings away. And then put them away or move on? Yeah. yeah. I think the better question is how do you avoid getting in the friend zone? Because once you're in the friend zone, you're there forever. I don't think Mm, it's a choice. Yeah. I think there's more factors than you being able to control that. Because the thing is, if you like somebody, you're like, oh, well, I really like somebody. So you either deal with liking them and pretending to be their friend uh, and saying everything's okay, or you put yourself out there, you try something, you get friend zone, and you have to figure out what that person is to you at that point. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. The friend zone's a really difficult place. I would say one way to avoid a friend zoning mm-hmm. and instead get a friend boning. Whoa. Ew, 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 is um, if that person is... Don't don't ever listen to that person's relationship troubles. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you have a crush on someone while they're like going through a breakup, yeah. there's a there's a very fine line between being that sounding board right. and being the one that was there for them mm-hmm. and being just that crutch and then they're yeah. always going to kind of associate you with that breakup. Yeah, there won't be a pure start to what a relationship that you would want with that exactly. person. Exactly. Um yeah, I don't know how it's tough because when you like someone, I guess you really, it's so hard to be objective in that scenario because all you're thinking about is liking that person. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to put yourself outside of your situation and analyze like, could, like, does this person like me back? Because I think there are a lot of cues people can pick up from other people to say that person likes me or they don't like me. Mm-hmm. So you really have to try and be like super self-aware and super like situationally aware of that mm-hmm. person. It's tough. It's really tough. Um, friend zone it just sounds like an adult discovery zone. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get friend zoned unless there's a ball pit. I know. It sounds like a Christian retreat. We're going to friend zone, guys. We're going guys. to friend zone. No touching the hot spots. <laughs> and it's never a good time. Uh, Emily, so many germs. <laughs> Emily Brabish wants to know sex or tacos. 
Mm. Both? Yeah, why are they mutually exclusive? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, be with someone who is fine with you bringing in some crunchy talks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kelsey Broderick, are you related to Matthew? Because he's a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, he will not stop calling. Because <laughs> he, he doesn't know how to use Twitter. I friend zoned him years ago. Uh, Kelsey wants to know, what's your idea of a perfect date? Oh. Oof. I think a perfect date involves, you know, like the first half is some sort of experience or activity. Yeah. So it is something that'll both take you out of your comfort zone or even something silly like, let's go putt-putt and yeah. go-karting. I don't know that this is a first date, just so... Oh, What's I do. Idea oh, like does, a, oh, just a perfect date. Still though, yeah, it's that, and then it ends with a delicious dinner. <laughs> um, I've been waiting for this phrase to get used. Dinner. <laughs> It'd be a delicious dinner somewhere, a couple of cocktails, and then mm. you go somewhere else that's yeah. more romantic for like dessert and a nightcap. <gasps> that sounds really romantic. And I nice. think there's something really romantic about um, what are they called like. Like a moving dinner? No, a progressive dinner oh, or not? Yeah. Where it's like, oh no, let's go here. And then we'll go here and then we'll go here. And it gives you like a second to digest. Yeah. Fart outside. <laughs> <laughs> that is very key you know? to dates. That involves yeah, yeah. food, you, you guys. You want that dessert. Yeah, you're nervous and you're putting things in your body. That's never mm-hmm. a good com- uh, combination. You're like, yes, let's do the cauliflower. Of course. What? I know. I Somehow I always make the worst choices of food on oh, dates. Totally. And then after I order i'm like oh god this is gonna be bad and i can't just like not eat in front of this person no (laughs) No. uh i (laughs) honestly on the menu would be like clean things and be like oh farts au gratin (laughs) i'll take it tonight's the night uh i think doing activities on dates Mm -hmm. is so key even if it's a first date or just you know second third fourth date whatever it is i think that it's so important for both of you to have your mind's able to focus on something else at the same time as focusing on the other person. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's, it's interesting because when you watch, I watch a lot of like those dating shows and stuff on TV, like the old school ones where it's like a blind date or like first date or what are they all called? Um, There's so many of them or like the millionaire matchmaker. Totally. Those are absurdly, you know, exaggerated forms of dates, but I always think that dates where you're kind of both doing something at the same time is good. I hate dates where it's like, let's go to the batting cages and we're going to watch each other try and swing a bat right. awkwardly. Yeah, I think working together on something or, yeah. or you know, if it's a little competitive, but it's not unflattering. Yeah, exactly. um, I think that works. I would steer away from, unless it's like a concert yeah. or something where you can be loud and talk and have fun. Right. I don't think... I personally don't think movies no. or like a show works because there's something so awkward about sitting right beside each yes. someone and not knowing if a handhold is weird. Oh my God. I went on a group date in high school once where we all went to a movie and it was like me and this kid Jeremy. It was like my friend's way of like getting us to go on a date because mm-hmm. we both like each other, whatever. So Jer- At the movies? At the movies. What was the movie? I don't even remember because here's why. We're sitting, we get there late, so we have to sit like really close to the front, all of us in a row, and I'm next to Jeremy. Oh, no. Jeremy was pretty awkward, and so he like put his arm around me at oh, the beginning no. of the movie, and I'm like resting my head, 
and it was the most uncomfortable. You rested your head. I couldn't do anything else. It was as it was the only way I could get semi comfortable. <laughs> I was so uncomfortable the entire movie that all I could think about was: Is my neck going to stay this way as soon as I get up when this movie is done? I have no idea. I know what that's all. your fear. Your reoccurring nightmare is yeah. looking up into the sky at yeah. seagulls and your neck and freezing. my neck gets stuck. Yeah. yeah, it's really you know it's a thing. I don't know why. <laughs> any like any uh, students of Freud out there that want to tell me what that means? Oh, but also know. about like going. To, why I asked what movie it was? Yeah, is that. I get it. You know, there's a stereotypical. Oh, like a romance film. Well, there's a stereotypical of I'll take her to a scary movie oh. and she'll like, you know, huddle in your arms. But I would get the same feeling if I didn't really know someone that well watching a movie and there being a sex scene as I would that coming on when I'm like with my parents. Exactly. I totally agree. You know? I, you need to watch like a comedy or something if you're going to watch a movie on a date. But I agree with you. I don't think you should watch or movies on dates. Or an action movie or so, I don't know. Unless you're both like film students and it's like a really interesting film that you want to go see together. Mm-hmm. Then I get that. But for me, I hate watching movies on like the beginning stages of a relationship. Because you just... You're just looking in your peripheral the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, am I being awkward? Like... What if I if I move and the chair makes a noise and I can't explain it because it's talking during this movie oh. right now? Also, <laughs> what movie theaters are you going to where the chairs move? No, I'm saying if oh. I move and like <laughs> the chair. <laughs> 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 okay, it wasn't a movie theater. Was it was just that it was a room. Confused. Yeah, it w- we went to an office max. And <laughs> <laughs> um, can I tell you though? Yeah, that I I'm gonna say I think one of the top ten funniest things on earth uh-huh. is the idea that someone would actually stick their wiener in a thing of popcorn <laughs> to try to get a girl to touch their wiener. Like I think that is the. F- you know what I mean? No, I don't. Oh, where did that come from? <laughs> oh, because there's like there's like the there's like an old joke. There's an old joke of like cut a hole in the bottom of your popcorn, stick your wiener in there, and when the girl reaches over to get popcorn out, she'll touch your wiener. I've never really? Heard that joke, oh my gosh! It's like you know, it's, North Carolina strikes again. No, it's like a vaudevillian thing, and to me, it's so funny because I just think, man, you're. Your penis would get so salty. It'd be so gross. It'd be like so, it'd be irritated. You, how, it'd be very like, irritated. But like, here's my question. How do you even get it in there? Jack, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever heard that concept of a hole in the bottom popcorn oh, bucket? Oh, yeah. I think, it's in a, of, I think it's in a movie. I've yeah, it's all, in a movie. It's like a myth of yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, be I've careful, of, reach for that popcorn. I've heard of like, you know, other ways of having that happen, but never popcorn. That's, what What would you hear? A big gulp? No, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, a slurpee. Like, like, yeah. I guess I'm thinking dick in a box, like the right. But I think that's really where based it comes off of from. that other thing. Sure, I this is my first time hearing really? popcorn. But in my mind, I'm like, how's a guy gonna do that? There's gonna be popcorn spilling everywhere. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> and also, if I reached in to thought I was gonna feel popcorn and felt a penis, <laughs> you'd be like, no stars on Yelp. This no. movie theater. Oh, but I'd, like I'd like rip it off accidentally. <laughs> You'd ruin the movie for everyone I'd be like, else. What a I weird don't... way to put me at gunpoint. I... <laughs> yeah, what are we thinking that this is gonna turn the girl on her hand in a bag of popcorn? Bread and butter. That's so disgusting. If I meet a movie theater popcorn, there's nothing I want but movie theater popcorn. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like I have a stomach ache. I'm making an exception for my life to have this popcorn because I know this is not good for me, Mm-mm. but I'm choosing it. Mm-mm. Um, God, that's so funny. Uh, Armani 
Cavell Reese wants to know one. These names are crazy. I you know. Guys. What is this like <laughs> fake name to, generator like, yeah. you've downloaded? Like Kevin Jones. No. <laughs> uh, what's the secret to a successful relationship? You get yourself a bag of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Um, make sure your penis doesn't have a butter allergy. <laughs> uh, I would say it's all based on friendship. Yeah. I think it's. 100%. I say friendship. I say communication. I say being like. I. This is probably what friendship is. I'm like, communication, but also being able to have a sense of humor. I'm like, oh, no, that's just friendship. Yeah, it's friendship. (laughs) Because really, like, at the end of the day, the goal is to be together for a very long time. Right. And so that means years down the road, decades down the road, whatever, even just Mm -hmm. months, when you're comfortable and, like, you're not trying to impress each other anymore. Yeah. You need to inherently think that person is really, like, funny. It's really cool. And, and not really even saying, like, they're like, oh, my, so-and-so is a really funny guy. As long as you guys make each other laugh, that's yeah, all that matters. Exactly. Um, I Yeah, I think that that's pretty pure, uh, a pretty pure answer that uh-huh. pretty much covers it. Are you guys friends? I think when it's, when you're fighting in a relationship, you have to step back and be like, are we even friends? Mm-hmm. Like, if we weren't, da- in some alternate universe and we weren't, attracted to each other sexually if both of us woke up with like barbie and ken private parts right exactly could never happen again what would we enjoy each other's company still yeah i think that's a great question and a great answer uh claire cunningham wants to know is it okay to date an asshole well i i don't know if the question is is it okay but like why would you want to? I guess what is your definition of asshole? To me, asshole is a negative term. For sure. I mean, I think we all live on Earth. Yeah. Like, I, think I don't that know where common. asshole would be. A positive. But there are, there's that like, mm. you know, stereotype that girls love like assholes. That girls love dicks. They love people that are like rude or mean to them. There's that whole negging concept of like the, of mystery. The bad boy. The well, the guy, the guy that like puts you down, but as a means to get you to talk to him, right? And I hate that. I hate that so much. I think it's the dumbest concept ever. There is such a thing as like teasing someone and having like a fun, funny well, conversation. Yeah, the whole like hair pulling. Oh, he likes you because he's like giving right. you jazz, but not in a mean way. A no. mean way would be an would be an asshole. Would be an asshole. I guess too. There are people who are attracted <laughs> to people who are like real tough guys like right. sweet when it's just them together mm-hmm. but like you know would go to a restaurant and be like hey we need this stat yeah i just don't that is so far off the spectrum yeah. of anything i'm attracted to yeah that i don't know yeah i think it's i mean figure out for yourself what you're attracted to about that person if you're i don't know if you're asking about a specific person yeah or if you're just asking in general because you find yourself attracted to guys that are assholes i think um yeah. I'm going to tell her no. No, it's not okay to date an asshole. Yeah. I it's think not. that's great. She's until say it. Until he becomes a regular butthole, mm. you can't date him. Because <laughs> buttholes are fun. Assholes are mean. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's a There's Jersey There's a whole lot of difference. <laughs> uh, Carol Ann Montalone wants to know, my girlfriend and I are huge fans. Our second anniversary is in a few weeks. What's a perfect anniversary date? Ooh, okay. Second anniversary. Well, hold on a second. Is this some person who's like, second anniversary, like, it's our two-week? Oh, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm assuming 
second anniversary means two years i hope so i hope so so we're gonna answer this as if it's two years if it's two weeks go fuck yourself yeah <laughs> yeah and each other yeah uh that's a perfect two-week anniversary yeah exactly because uh, you never know because some people are like right it's our 60th anniversary and they've been we've dating been, a minute yeah like, we've been dating two months we celebrate every day yeah exactly <laughs> uh i i I don't even celebrate anniversaries. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of person. I don't have that kind of like, I hate like saying dates. It feels so regimented. It feels so scheduled. It makes a relationship feel so not organic in a way to mm-hmm. be like, we started dating on this day. We have been dating for this amount of time to track time like that makes me really anxious. I think it's uh-huh. like, what are you, what does this make the relationship better because we know the date that mm-hmm. we started dating? However, there are people who are really into it. Oh yeah. And I think, I again just like a first date I think it's like an experience thing Mm -hmm. so it would be like treat yourself go to like go on a weekend yeah to like you know a place that's three hours away that's really fun yeah or go to a a concert you've really wanted to go to I don't I don't know if I'm into the like oh well it's the silver anniversary no no but I do I do think it's really sweet to have some sense of nostalgia on your date mm. of like something you've done before something that what was, was meaningful. your first date yeah and if you're gonna get a gift I I hate generic gifts I hate like jewelry and like chocolate you know what would with, with jewelry and clothing and yeah. things like that no one buy them ev- yourself no one's ever going to choose exactly what you want exactly and you should be a modern, independent human and can mm-hmm. purchase the things like that that you want on your own. Unless it's something that you've like shown someone and they remember this like specific piece that you talked about one time. And if you like did that, then that's what you want. Because right. I would, I never, I'm like, look at this piece of jewelry Ugh. I haven't bought myself but want yet. I know. Like, I can't. Could you be more obvious? <laughs> um, no, I think doing something sweet that has to do with your first date. Yeah. I, uh, I also, I'm one that really loves, and I didn't know this about myself. Um, have you taken the love languages test? You have, right? No. Didn't you take it with the hot mess girls? Mm. No, no Hannah, their battery dude. ran the, out. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll never know what our love language is. And I was just like, that's a sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my love language was words of affirmation and acts of service where oh. like I love when someone like you know tells me I'm doing a good job or like gives pays me compliments and also like will you know help me do my laundry or wash dishes yes. or stuff like that without me asking like I love that but then I also realized that I do like like small like tokens of affection mm-hmm. like surprise things like that um, I hate like huge gifts I feel very uncomfortable receiving like a very expensive way gift. too anxious no yeah. something like you know something uh, thoughtful some flowers or dinner or uh, just little things honestly like someone giving me a case of paper towels when i've been out is like way more romantic than a box of chocolates i know literally like a 24 pack of toilet paper is Mm. so thoughtful well that's what you and hannah gave me when i the day i moved in (laughs) to la they showed up with a case of bud light lime and a 24 pack of toilet paper and we're like yeah we're friends forever now yeah (laughs) sealed the deal the deal um yeah so i guess go kind of go thoughtful and fun do activities yada yada Etc. Etc. Danny Clark. Oh, whoa. What? <laughs> Today I was asked to have a lesbian affair with a married straight woman who is my mom's age. How do I politely decline? All caps, dear God, please help me. 
I need you to read that back slower. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I need to do yeah. like a graph in my head. Here we go. Okay. Today, this, wait, what's the person's name? Is this a man or a female? It's a woman. Okay. Today, I was asked to have a lesbian affair with a married straight woman. Ooh. Who is my mom's age? How do I politely decline? Dear God, please help me. Mm. Well, I think you have to say no. This would not be good for either one of us. Yes. Because it doesn't sound like you want this at all whatsoever. No. It doesn't sound like it's a conflict where you want this and you know you shouldn't, but how do you get out of it? I think it's it's easy enough to say, I don't think you have to bring up that, you're no, you're my mom's age or you're older than me or, or I'm not attracted to you. And I think all you got to do is say, oh, I would never get involved in yeah. someone's marriage no not at all and if this is like a cry for help from the other woman the married straight woman in her marriage then you are not responsible not for your problem fixing that relationship at all whatsoever so uh you don't necessarily have to be so polite in your answer but you don't have to be rude either there we go yeah there we go i think you could stand up for yourself and say thank you but no thank you and then Make sure that she's not standing outside your house or your window or whatever it is after the fact. <laughs> and then just give the husband a thing of popcorn with the whole. <laughs> <laughs> All roads lead back to pop. Uh, Cedric Kalil uh, asks, what is the quirkiest way to ask someone out? And I chose this question because I recently watched YouTubers react to promposals oh, that you were in. And I, like you, had no idea that promposals were... Had no idea it was a thing. Actually a thing. And I got really kind of mad about it being a thing. Well, because it's like, you know, in the in the year of... In the world of YouTube where it became, you know... The, the wedding proposal became a thing. The wedding proposal with flash mobs and this and that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to trickle down. Like, we don't need no. quirky, interesting ways to ask... We don't need Prom, to-, to ask on a first date. If someone did a flash mob to ask me out on a date... I'd be like, what... What? This is stupid. Yeah. Not stupid in like the fun, interesting way. No, no, no. I just feel like you're saying what's a quirky way for a first date is putting too much pressure on yourself. Oh, yeah. That you just ask someone. I, I hate, and this is maybe a byproduct of YouTube and the digital space in general, mm-hmm. that we need to eventize everything and we yes. need to create spectacle for everything because yeah. it's... It, is more meaningful for us to get views on something rather than for the thing to have to actually happen because the proposal that you guys reacted to where the girl thought it was really stupid the one she found out was for her I was like I have such mixed feelings this kid literally put this camera in his car because he knew he was going to upload it before anything even happened and so, so there's a level of vanity to it. There's a level of narcissism already attached. Where it's like, do you really want me to go to prom with you? It's or like, did you want me to? Look how cute I am. Right. Look how awesome I am. I have all these views. Like, where's the actual authenticity of wanting to take me to prom? And it, that being the spectacle mm-hmm. <laughs> rather than this crazy elaborate thing. Totally. I think on a first date, you know, take the pressure off yourself. Just casually ask them if they want to go out because... There aren't any stakes yet. Yeah, and exactly. the more you build it up, yeah. the like if they just don't want to go on a date with you. Yeah. Then that's not it's not the it's not the end of the world. And it's also uh, not something that's never happened before. Someone not wanting to go on a date. But with someone if else. but if they don't want to go on a date with you and you just spent two grand on a skywriter. Right. Then egg on your face. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, it's yeah, it's, it's egg on your. Where does that come from? I don't know. Like, why is egg on your face so embarrassing? Because eggs on your face? Imagine eggs on your face. But is it raw or scrambled or poached? (laughs) (laughs) Is it just an egg? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jack check? Can we get a jack check on? Where does the phrase egg on your face come from? Because, I mean, as a vegan, (laughs) I'd be pissed if I had egg on my face. But if I wasn't, that sounds delicious. That sounds delightful. Oh, the other thing I was going to say about asking someone out on a date. Make sure they know it's a date. Because yes. the worst thing you can do is try to be so casual that it becomes, are we just friends going to get drinks or is this a date? And then now you have this added layer of awkwardness. But also, also make sure it's a date because I've been on the opposite end of the spectrum where I got asked to hang out. And then about, I know you have too because yeah. we talked about this. Yes. And then an hour and a half in, you realize they thought it was a date and you have to casually drop that you're in a relationship. Ugh. It and is you the, can't casually drop it. No. And you also, because it's, this sounds, you know, there's so many ways of thought about this, but I know that you come from a scenario too where you feel like such a bitch having to say that you're well, in a relationship. My, my boyfriend also but, likes that. Right. And then they're you like, wait for what the fuck? Like, face to drop. I know. But then you, you feel like an idiot for having to have to say that. And mm-hmm. you, it just makes all parties feel like, Ah, we're in this now ecosystem of embarrassment. And how totally. do we both get out of this? Uh, yeah, I think saying, hey, would you like to go out sometime? Rather than, would you like to hang out sometime? Yes. Is there's a huge, leave the hang off of it. Yes, yes. And that might be old school sounding to all you young kids out there that talk in such casual terms with each other. There's probably an acronym. <laughs> oh, fleek. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Go on fleek Who's with each other. Want to hang out sometime? Who's? <laughs> my woes. What's a woes? I don't know. Everyone says hanging with my woes. W O E. Like hoes, but like woes. women hoes? I don't know. I don't know what it means. Mm. And uh, I'm Or not... does that just mean my sadness? No, I thought it's sad, but it's literally oh. it's meant Can we get jack check? What's a woe? Well, uh, what's the egg on your face first? Oh yes, please. Okay, so Urban Dictionary has come through again. Oh, the top name in fact. <laughs> Urban Dictionary's egg on face is going to be like, one well, that's one I'm going to down no, 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 no. It just means... That's one I'm going down it on means, you so hard that your eggs on my face. It means, <laughs> it's not what it says. There goes all of our sponsors. <laughs> it just says to be extremely embarrassed, but it says it probably comes from how they used to throw like... Flip at, eggs. No, they used no. to throw like raw eggs at... Like actors, like tomatoes. Yeah. And oh, clown. okay. And so if you get if like a raw egg cracks on your face, that's like your. It's like a boo. Like oof. Okay, so I found that, that, but I also found Uh-oh. Urban Dictionary popcorn trick. <gasps> yeah, that's what it's called. The popcorn trick. If one is at the movies with one's date. Proceed to buy an extra large bucket of popcorn and place it on his lap during the movie. Cut a hole in the bottom of the bucket and proceed to stick your bare penis in the hole, preferably bonered. Preferably bonered. (laughs) Or like the the sad version is like, buy a pack of sweet tarts, (laughs) empty it, stick your tiny dick through the cylinder. When your date reaches in to grab popcorn, she will be delighted. Oh, of course. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's assuming so much that so you have scissors with you, that you have the time to cut the hole, that mm-hmm. she's not noticing that, that there isn't molten butter dripping down your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Cut so stupid. So stupid. 
Uh, and then what? And then I'm looking up whoa. Whoa's hanging. It's with like my hanging with woes. Uh, internet slang. Stand, is it, stand is it by. like hanging with my sadness though? It's probably like how bay is. Yeah, uh, or it's like hanging with my bay. Like but my not woman. My woes, and I don't know what it comes from or what it means. But I know makeup by Mandy. It's like 16 year old girl uses it all the time. She this is all her. saying what on earth? Really? What? Granny Dictionary did you look up? <laughs> I mean, what it, on earth? It's the first thing I saw on, on my <laughs> internet. It, I'm looking at literally internetslang.com. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Okay, now we're all looking up. I mean, but uh, you look up whoa and it just tells you what like the word like whoa. It's like like whoa. Like Joan No, Mars? no, no, like sadness. Oh, like yeah. misery Drake sadness. Song. Oh, it's a Drake song. Oh. With my woes. Yeah. Oh, I have heard something like "I miss you guys." Like, whoa, I have heard that. Yeah, well, like, this is like this is, is W O E. Yeah, woes. It's a. I guess it's a Drake lyric. It's a Canadian thing, guys. We wouldn't understand. We wouldn't get it. We wouldn't get it. Oh, um, okay. Actually, here we go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ah, I know New Orleans slang meaning associate or friend. All right. Now we know. Thank you, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, I gleaned that based on the context in which it's been used, but mm-hmm. good you to... Gl- you gleaned that it was from New Orleans? From New... I mean, I have... I'm very good at regionalisms. That popcorn trick? <laughs> North Carolina, all damn day. <laughs> oh, good morning, Beans. Hi, Beansers. Um, I think with that, we are just about out of time here. Hopefully, this helped you guys in the love department, and you can now move forward, and I'm just... Maybe it's just holding beans straight <laughs> to the mic just in case she has something to say in case she just got some new magical powers i don't know about beans would you like to add anything about woes and or friend zone popcorn trick no okay she hates drake she hates drake. i mean like they have got some beef a brumblin i believe it uh-huh i believe it oh mamie hart thank you so much for being thanks here thanks for having me this was fun i'm so glad that i'm the first Guess to do a victory lap. Well, Mitchell was actually. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys go to youtube.com slash you deserve a drink or youtube.com slash mametown. Yeah. Hopefully by the time this goes up, you will have passed a million subscribers. I'm within 10,000. So it's got to happen. So make sure you go over and subscribe. If you haven't, go and congratulate Mamrie on passing a million Woo! subscribers. And, uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Peace. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Not too deep was Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Thanks to Eileen and everyone at the YouTube Space, and an extra special thanks to Flula for our awesome theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep. Not too deep was Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz.